Hello and welcome to the Football Parliament podcast, a one-stop destination for all your football needs, discussions and debates. So, today we complete our one-month anniversary, uh, rather a one-month continuous upload uh, uploading streak as we have been providing you with enough resources, talents and opinions all over the month. It will be great if you are uh, watching the video, so please subscribe, do like our video and do let us know about your opinions. Today, we will be talking about uh, our uh, one more team analysis, season end analysis of Real Madrid. So with this, I have alongside Vedant, who is a Real Madrid fan, and Tanish with his expert opinions as always. Yeah, Vedant, I do not think uh, Real has left you in any condition that you should be flaunting your jersey right now. <laughs> no, actually they have. Actually they have. I mean, I get your, you know, roast and banter, but actually they have. Yeah, please. Uh, first of all, we should be starting with what went throughout the season. Uh, just a season recap for all our followers. Should I say? Vidant. Yeah, yeah. Real Madrid had a decent start to the season. I think they won four out of their possible six games in the start in, of uh, La Liga. Then in Champions League, they were miserable against Shakhtar. What a, what a pathetic game for us. I mean, it was a 3-2. Madrid almost had the comeback, but then the goal was disallowed thanks to Vinicius Jr. Then, uh, against Inter Milan, we had a great performance in both the legs. Rodrigo scored the uh, last-minute winner, so that was great. And we we went through, uh, we faced Atalanta in the group stage, sorry, in the knockout stages. And we had a great performance against them. Not in the first leg, but definitely in the second leg. We dominated the play. And in general also, the entire season against most of the teams. And especially against big teams. Not Chelsea, but Liverpool, Atalanta. Uh, Inter Milan, Atletico Madrid, Barca, Sevilla. We've dominated the play, we've scored goals and we've been better attacking-wise as compared to our last season because it was all on Benzema last season. And this season, we have seen contributions from key players like Marco Asensio. Then Eden Hazard has also rescued Real Madrid once or twice this season. So, it's been a pretty decent season. I wouldn't say it was a great season for us because ultimately we aren't winning a trophy. That's also down to the fact that we had 60-plus injuries. So... It's fine. I don't think I don't blame the players. I don't blame the management, and most of the Real Madrid fans don't blame Zidane for uh, us having a trophy last season. He did what he could best. So, yeah, that's the season review for you, Tanish. Uh, as a neutral fan, as not a follower of Real Madrid, how do you see uh, or re- review the season as a neutral fan? I would say. I may not be a fan, but I am a follower when it comes to Real Madrid and the big clubs and the traditional big clubs. But when I look at Real Madrid. Uh, the fact that worries me is the age of the squad. It's, it's really worrying. And the lack of established young players in the squad is something, again, by established young players, I mean consistently performing young players. That, again, is something which worries me. The core of the team is the veterans, as you look at Cruz, Casemiro, Modric, uh, Sergio Ramos, then Karim Benzema, etc., etc. Uh, they have their own strengths, they have their weaknesses. But I think... I think they've overperformed this season. They've actually done quite well given their squad, given the circumstances in which they were, given the financial restrictions on them because they had to uh, renovate Santiago Bernabeu, uh, given they had to play in that training ground for like an entire season. I think if they've done quite well, I, they are, they will finish second in the La Liga. Maybe, maybe even with it. Like, who knows what will happen in football. Uh, they came to the semi-finals in uh, the Champions League. Yes, they lost out to the Supercopa and yes, they lost in 
lost against the third division side but these are freak results and this can happen they haven't been consistent but at the end of the day this this can be a pass sort of pass of a season for real madrid because they have been arguably the biggest uh what should i say the best club over the past decade i feel given the number of champions league and the la liga titles they've won so yeah, yeah definitely yeah, yeah. an uh, no, underwhelming season but and, and talking about uh, my perspective of this game i would just say that uh, for this season rather not just the game but i'll just say that real madrid were lucky enough i think so just because uh, see if we were to compare the la liga standings as well barcelona are going through one of the worst phases they have ever seen in their whole whole century i would say brother atletico madrid also dipped uh, dipped in form and that is the reason we see a very competitive uh, top four uh, finish this season see this is not that all the three teams are performing at their best and they are competing for the uh, top spot rather all of them were so underperforming that they had to compete for the top spot because one has to win eventually and saying about their luck in the ucl as well first of all they, they made uh, it so difficult for themselves to get out of the group stage and then they got favorable draws no disrespect to atlanta but obviously going against atlanta this game uh, they were al- already the favorites when a team like atlanta has to know that they are going to face real madrid half of the matches lost before the game itself so i won't uh, say that it was a very good fixture for them to win because other teams reaching semi finals have beaten very big teams rather and then i think they faced uh, liverpool right in the champions league see in the uh, in the champions league also they faced a liverpool side which was going so down during that phase that they saw the worst of this uh, of their gameplay during that phase and real madrid again got lucky and faced them and obviously defeated them but they were not able to get past chelsea as well who was not so good of a team but obviously a subpar team according to me and they did not uh, perform so this is my review but going on to you vedant uh, like we have seen starting with the uh, pinnacle itself we have seen that uh, talks of zidane leaving out after this season how do you see this decision is this just zidane leaving out or is this a start of a new transition just before we go to zidane there are certain points which i agree with tanish and chirag and certain points which i disagree the first point with tanish was that yes there is an aging squad and yes those players have an uh, like overly performed like they've been really very good for example modric he's 35 and he's played 50 plus games cruz is just 31 but that's fine i mean even he's aging even he needs a rest and karim benzema he's 34 and he's the madrid madrid side's main man so that the part is right that uh, the, the squad is aging but the thing is that we have young players too like miguel gutierrez uh blanco then there's vinicius junior who's improving then rodrigo has eight assists in la liga so we do have young players although we don't rely them on like we don't really rely on them that's zidane for you but that's there plus we've we've made we'll be making key changes next season i mean there will be a player exodus we can see the likes of marcelo hazard ramos leaving the club and uh you know Castilla players like their B team, their players coming into the first team squad, uh, likes of Miguel Gutierrez, Sergio Arribas, and Antoine Blanco. The guy Blanco, he gives me Xabi Alonso vibes. So let's see what happens next season. Now coming back to the topic of uh, Real Madrid in the Champions League. I mean, yes, we had a poor start in the Champions League. No doubt about that. Shakhtar beat us twice. One was three 0 and the second was three uh, two. I think then we had Inter Milan. We faced Inter Milan and we. did quite good against them and then i which was the 13 we, we faced it was borussia mönchengladbach and mönchengladbach we beat them again so 
I think we were a bit lucky in the group stages when it comes to the Champions League, but I don't think so. We were lucky against Atlanta. I mean, Atlanta are a team which are very strong attacking wise. They've scored the most goals in Serie A this season, and they're a team which doesn't care. I mean, they don't respect you. I mean, not respect mentally on a mental level, on the game level, on the pitch level. Otherwise, on the interview, the respect can be really seen for Real Madrid. But Atlanta is a team which doesn't fear their opponents. Uh, you can clearly see that in Serie A. I think last season they beat Juventus 3-0 or something. So that's pretty big for a small club like Atlanta. But they're a strong team and they'll ultimately uh, get better and better season by season with the experience. Coming to Liverpool, Liverpool had a bad season in the Premier League, no doubt about that. Maybe in England too. But in the Champions League, I think they were a decent side. Not that bad really because even if you look at their games, they've just lost against us. And apart from that, they've almost won all their games. So, it's not really bad in the Champions League for Liverpool. And coming back to Chelsea, Chelsea are one of the most informed sides in world football. Probably the best team in the world right now. Who knows? But it was pretty obvious that we'd lose against Chelsea because they're really the strongest team, in my opinion, in the Champions League right now. So, that was something which was expected and that's exactly what has happened. Now, coming back to uh, La Liga before I touch the topic of Zidane. That being that in La Liga, it's the part where you said that the teams have underperformed. That Atletico Madrid, they bottled up because they had a 13-point lead uh, in February. Uh, same goes for Barcelona. They're going through a transitional phase and probably one of the worst seasons in their, uh, in their uh, history too. And, coming back, uh, and for Real Madrid, we, uh, the problem was our attack this season. The wingers didn't really score much goals this season. It was all on Benzema. Asensio of lately has started scoring goals, but that's only because he's played the last 20 minutes of each and every game. So, that's there. Uh, but the thing is, we we just didn't find the consistency in scoring. We should have won the games against Cadiz, against Real Betis, against uh, clubs like Real Sociedad too. But we couldn't really finish the games against them. We dominated in possession, but possession really doesn't matter these days. I mean, just scoring matters if you want to win games. Possession or any other statistic doesn't really matter. And coming back to Zidane, the Zidane topic, personally, I really want Zinedine Zidane to stay because what else uh, alternatives do you have? Raul, a guy who's never managed a top club or a, or even a, a top five league club, like even a mid-table team. He's just an under-23 manager. So, I don't think he's ready to fill the boots of someone like Zinedine Zidane. Although Zidane also came from Castilla, but he had experience with Carlo Ancelotti by his side. Uh, then the next guy is uh, Massimiliano Allegri. In my opinion, he plays boring football. One point which I'll give to him is that he barely uses any funds to, you know, make his uh, squad. That's there. But I really don't, you know, like Allegri. I mean, the boring style of football. He'll play a 3-5-2. Real Madrid are accustomed to a 3-5-2. But the style of football which Zidane plays is way too different than what uh, uh, Allegri plays. Zidane goes for a bit attacking football, a bit more possession. And that's his style of play. Whereas Allegri, you know, he's a bit reserved when it comes to playing. So... Allegri is not a suitable option and Wow came low. I mean, he is a national team manager. So, I don't think he'll suit for a team that plays 50 games a season and not 10 or 15 games a season. So, I want Zinedine Zidane to stay. He's a world-class manager. Probably the greatest manager Real Madrid ever had. And, the, the yeah, so there's also one disadvantage which I'd like to pinpoint that Zinedine Zidane has completed football as a manager. I mean, he's won the Champions League, won the league and everything. But the players he's won it with are still there and Real Madrid. And he can't, you know, tell them. Like, he can't go to Luka Modric or Sergio Ramos that, listen, your career here is over. He just can't do that because those players were loyal to him and they've already always stepped up for him. So, he can't really say that. So, we really need a manager who can say that to their faces and we can, you know, make 
changes in the squad because that won't happen if Zidane is still there. So transition is definitely needed. Tanish, uh, on this discussion, just uh, your opinion in very uh, short. I would ask Zidane in, Zidane out. Yeah. I don't really care about what Real Madrid do with their managers, but I feel that they shouldn't let go let go of Zidane at any cost. Simply because uh, he is he is one of the best managers in like in recent years. And when I look at the options other than Zidane, who could actually replace him, they're not the most attractive. Let's be very honest. I mean, unless they pull out a trick out of their hat and get an answer or something, that would be amazing. But uh, I I don't really see another top manager coming in and replacing uh, Zidane. So I don't necessarily see an upgrade. Yes, there there is a transition needed, but I think they should stick with Zidane definitely. Zidane. Sure. But, uh, what about you, Chirag? What do you feel? See, first of all, my opinion about Zidane is that his time, alongside you said about the senior players, his time is also over. He was best when all his senior players were in in their prime. Modric, Cruz, Ramos were in their prime. Or if we are going for a transition for the players, I think a transition for mentality is required all over the pitch. I would say so. Definitely, according to me, Zidane should be out. And no top manager would uh, ever say no to Real Madrid. We all know this fact. If Perez will offer a contract to that manager. no one is going to say no to them and according to me uh, i would still pick allegri because allegri has the experience of managing a top club managing top players with the highest wages what we see with new managers is they are not able to handle the pressure of managing players with different wages or different things but according to me having a pl- manager like zidane or oh, sorry allegri will definitely sort things out perfectly for them so i would still pitch in for allegri here or any other manager if any the uh, national team manager experienced one comes up to take the spot i will definitely see uh, real madrid going for them now moving on uh, tanish just your three strengths and three weaknesses of the of the season just brief points in three strengths and three weaknesses three strengths i think the most informed strikers in the world the first strength is always obviously karim benzema second strength is the goalkeeping position in my uh, opinion goalto has been phenomenal this season so uh, and also when it comes to the midfield that is another strength there because when you see when you see the midfield of casemiro cruz and modric they somehow still play so consistently and they somehow still produce in the big games in la liga in the champions league more often than not uh, they still play more than 45 games a season now that is ridiculous given their age and the physical limitations but uh, obviously these three are their biggest strengths uh when it comes to the weaknesses i think squad depth is a major major issue uh i think the absence of i believe so is a creative midfielder there is a lack of creativity sometimes in uh real madrid's play and i think the third weakness will be i think the defense the defense last year was stupendous but this season with lack of sergio ramos Sergio Ramos's consistency. I think the defense has struggled a bit, which might have put them off uh, in the La Liga race. Who knows? They might have not conceded eight goals if they were playing in the form they were in which they were playing last season. Uh, but these these three weaknesses are something that which can be worked upon very easily if you are say a, a club as big as Real Madrid, uh, and I think they'll bounce back very soon. See, uh, if you talked about the weakness about a lacking of a creative midfielder. i would still say uh, maybe zidane uh, sticking to his own squad and letting the other young players go on loan 
the case here i'll put off is um, odegaard odegaard is a player you know fits all the uh, capabilities to uh, put in the squad like real madrid squad where they are lacking creativity i think according to me uh, see the talking about strengths benzema always uh, tops that alongside cruz Cruz has performed in big matches. He has not disappointed, uh, considering he is getting old day by day. But he has not never disappointed. See, so according to me, alongside Cruz, a uh, Martin Odegaard would have been a perfect choice. So why? How do you see Vedant Martin Odegaard staying at Arsenal or coming back to Real Madrid, strengthening them? See, uh, what I've read from articles is that Martin Odegaard really doesn't want to stay at Arsenal because we all know what Arsenal are going through. I mean, I think they're ninth or tenth in the Premier League. and he doesn't really want to say for a mid table team and he wants to come back to real madrid because you know at real madrid you always have the chance to win the best trophies i mean champions league for once so personally i don't want martin odegaard back because when we started the season zidane really ch- uh, went for him i mean zidane tried him at camp with hayden hazard at left mid and marco asensio at right mid zidane tried him at right wing that didn't work zidane tried it up uh, tried him at right central midfield that didn't work Zidane tried him at uh, right midfield. That is the wide midfield uh, formation, four-four-two. That didn't work either. So I don't know who's to be blamed here. Is uh, is it Odegaard or is it uh, uh, Zidane for that matter? I think loaning him was the perfect option because he wasn't a key asset to the team anyways uh, in the start of the season. So that's fine. Uh, but the reason why Florentino Perez and Zinedine Zidane uh, loan their players is that just so that they can get the you can get they can get the time to play. I mean the uh the playing time the playing time which they need and so that they are not rusty and their you know their career doesn't go wasted so that's why they're they're uh, loaned and even if you look at one guy that, uh, his name is brahim diaz he can play at right wing and at left wing and he's good with both of his feet and even he's been on loan to ac milan most likely he's going to come back because he's having a great season at ac milan and even in my opinion he should come back to real madrid um and i think loaning players isn't bad at all because if some players actually step up in their loan spells real madrid can uh, clearly get them back uh, midway or at the end of the season so that's fine i think see also i'll talk about the winger problem as you said when we know about when we talk about the prime real madrid times when you had the bbc con- combination up front we all know the contribution of uh, bale and cristiano was much more than the contribution of benzema not saying uh, not saying that benzema was uh, shit or something he was equally uh, really good but the goal contribution was more from the wing- wingers but this year we have seen neither vinicius rodrigo eden hazard even asensio for that matter have stepped up on the goal contribution part it has been just one man that is karim benzema so how do you see yeah. uh, in the future are you going for a winger because going into transfer market in this kind of situation where all t- uh, teams are going into debt it does not make any sense real madrid's are accounts real madrid's financial state isn't financially stable so real madrid really can't afford a world class winger they are saying that they have some money in the reserve of uh, something around 150 million so i think they can splash the cash on kiran mbappe but let's see coming back to the bbc part uh, kareem benzema played like a deep lying forward where he used to link up the play between bale benzema uh, sorry bale and cristiano uh, towards the midfield which is which was cruz casemiro modric which is cruz casemiro modric that was his aim and that's why he lagged in goals and you know he was a missing key to the puzzle i mean for bale and cristiano ronaldo to work together he was the guy who made that happen otherwise that wouldn't happen that's what even he says and the dancers so that's there uh, after cristiano left his game has changed completely he's been more of a 
attacking option like the guy who doesn't drop down uh sorry yeah so as i was saying that kareem benzema doesn't you know drop down deep so that's why his statistics have improved they've actually boosted because ever since cristiano left he's got around 70 goals so that's great see so if we are talking about hypothetical situation and you are going that you are claiming that uh, real has 150 million in their banks uh, tanish just one name uh, who could just be the perfect man for real to lift them up in the next season any name you have in mind wow one name i think i think they need to sort out their attack take the burden off of karim benzema maybe get a harry kane why not if you have 150 million Well, can spend it. I don't think Daniel Levy would say no to a flat one fifteen million offer, even for Harry Kane. He's not as good or as young, maybe maybe even better, but not as young. But he's in his prime. A Haaland or a Mbappe. But yes, exactly as Vilan said, he is in his prime, and he will definitely, definitely do very well in that. False nine zero or whatever. Even if he even if he wants to lead the line, he can do that very well as well. So that that is a player that you will get guaranteed. Thirty goals a season from guarantee. Uh, yes, he's a bit injury prone, but that can be worked on easily again. Uh, yes. Yeah, now Kane, before uh, moving on uh, to Vidal, just imagine a Harry Kane yeah. and a Karim Benzema partnership. How deadly would that be? With a match like a attacking midfielder playing just behind them, and the three players that you have in midfield behind them. So that's a completely different team, and that's a much more threatening side than what Madrid have right now. I completely agree on the hurricane part because we have seen uh, rumors of him uh, asking for an exit from Spurs, and obviously Real Madrid looks a very likely destination. But according to me, going with both Kane and Benzema, who do not contribute defensively much, obviously they contribute, but much of the part they do not go for the best part. So I will still say that. Chirag. Okay, there's some there's some issues with Chirag, so I'll just continue yeah. what he no, wanted no, no, no. to say, and then I'll give my no. opinions. Okay, so you're back. Say. Yeah, sure. See, uh, according to me, just before going to you, Vedant, I would go still for a player like Sancho. When we know Eden Hazard <laughs> has to strike his prime, and you have Sancho, whose uh, price is very much reduced as of now. You will get him for around sixties to seventy, uh, not sixty, rather seventy to eighty million 80. from. Yeah, seventy to eighty million, yeah. and you are, as we discussed, you are lacking a creative midfielder here. Sancho could play uh, play the part of a creative uh, person who could be making up attacks, building up attacks. And if Eden Hazard has to strike his prime back, if he is getting into his boots again, having Sancho and Eden Hazard on both the sides, then obviously Real Madrid would be uh, unstoppable. Both the wings fl- flung by one of the best dribblers in the world football right now, alongside a, a, a striker like Benzema who is putting in goals from wherever he is getting the balls. So definitely, uh, according to me, going for a Sancho would make sense as they will not be having much of competition. The only competition I could see is Manchester United. But any day, any person will choose uh, Real over Manchester United, according to me. Yeah. Now I'll just uh, wrap up with you, Vedant. Uh, who has been the best player according to you this season, and who was the worst player according to you this season? See, I'll actually talk about three players, uh, three categories to be honest. One being the best player, second being the worst player, and third being the most improved player this season. Before that, I'll just like to mention that 
Harry Kane and Jadon Sancho might come to Real Madrid, but in my opinion, I don't think we should go for English players because we all know what uh, good history we've had with English players. I mean, apart from Gareth Bale and David Beckham, no one has really stepped up at Real Madrid, and English players don't really perform well outside England. So, I don't think either of them should come. Plus, usually, uh, I mean, Eden Hazard, he's definitely going to be sold. I'm pretty sure about that. And we'll get Kylian Mbappe next summer. That's the guy I really want. Like, I just love watching the guy. And he's definitely one of the best players in the world right now. And he's just only going to get better. He's only 22 and he'll just get better. So, at left wing, I'll want Kylian Mbappe. And maybe we'll stick to Marco Asensio. I mean, the guy had an ACL injury. Plus, in the 18-19 season, he had a conflict with Julian Lopetegui and Santiago Solari over playing time. So, that's the reason why he couldn't play much that season. Uh, and now, he's just getting back to his best. He had a goal-scoring streak of uh, five goals, like, consecutively. So, let's see what happens. I think Marco Asensio is the guy we should stick with because his defensive contribution just, is really very good. And now, coming back to the topic, coming back to the question. Just, just a minute. I'll just uh, yeah. uh, no. I cannot ignore the smile on Tanish's face when you said you are going to sell Eden Hazard. Obviously, a Chelsea fan yeah. waiting for the comeback. Yeah, you continue. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, so the most improved player this season. Uh, it's actually a tie, but I'll have to stick to one. It's Nacho Fernandez, in my opinion. He's played all season long. He's played at CDM and left back at right back and even at centre back. For God's sake, the guy can play at almost all positions. Like, defensively speaking. So, he's the most improved player. He's played like 25 or 30 games this season. That's great. Then, uh, he's also stood up when Sergio Ramos wasn't there. He's actually a natural leader. He's even the fourth-choice captain for Real Madrid. He's even captained us uh, this season four to five times, I think. I think, and that's great. Other player is Edo Milita, who's also improved his game. I mean, I personally hated the guy because, you know, of the 2-1 game against Man City. And... Uh, many other defensive errors in the 1920 season, but he's also improved massively. Had a great performance against Liverpool and even in the first leg against Chelsea. But let's see what happens next season with him. Then the best player, obviously, no doubt about that. Either one of them, it's either Tony Cruz or uh, Zine, uh, yeah, Karim Benzema. Either of them are the best players Real Madrid have right now. Tanish is sticking to Benzema and even I'll stick to Benzema because the guy has played 50 games. He's 34 and he scored around 35 to yeah 35 goals this season. So that's great. Now, Tanish, uh, your three players. Uh, Just the names. Uh, one best player, worst player, and the most improved player. Uh, my best players, obviously, undisputed. Karim Benzema. Cruz, maybe a close second. Uh, worst player, the player I've been, in which I've been most disappointed. Eden Hazard. Rodrigo. No, Rodrigo. I really expected okay. a lot from someone was so promising and was meant to overtake Vinicius Junior this season. And he, I don't think he has suffered a major injury to actually pull him back. Maybe he hasn't yeah. impressed Zidane in training or something like that. But I don't see him any time, anywhere close to being in the first team when it comes to playing big matches. Uh, I don't know a lot about his end product as Vidal might have. But uh, I thought that he was meant to be something better. Maybe he'll bounce back next season and prove me wrong. Uh, let's see. But yes, definitely the player I'm most disappointed in is Rodrigo. Third, uh, who is the most improved player? Uh, I think in my opinion, I'm going to go with Adam Militao because uh, last season I saw him play. and <laughs> This season I saw, I've seen him play. Yes, he still has an error in him. But uh, when it comes to pure defending and positioning and 
ability to read the game, I think he has gotten significantly better this season. So yes, those are my three points. Uh, I just forgot to talk about the first player. I'll say uh, just debating with you, Tanish, on this. Rodrigo has, I think, eight or nine assists in La Liga. The reason why he couldn't start every game was because uh, he had a thigh injury and uh, the other being an ankle injury, which kept him out for I think two months as a whole. That's why he couldn't play that much. So my uh, worst player would be uh, Alvaro Odrizola. The last two games he's been fine, but apart from that, he's been really very bad this season. Even Zidane has played Federico Valverde at right back instead of Alvaro Odrizola. So you clearly know how bad he is. But right now he's playing decent, so it's fine. Uh, anyways, that's the video for today, guys. I hope you liked it. Uh, it was a uh, season based on Real Madrid today. Probably Barcelona tomorrow. Who knows? We completed we completed a month of video posting. We'll just improve more. That's the video for today, guys. Uh, you can hear us on Spotify. Bye-bye. Peace.